Hello everyone, welcome to Sports Zone as the post-mortem continues for the New South Wales Origin team, or oh, and to a lesser extent I suppose the Queenslanders who are delighted, they're up 1-0, uh, there's been some soul searching over the last 24 hours with plenty of finger pointing at the referee, the team selections and the performance of certain players. Uh, I walked away from a course stadium on Wednesday night trying to make sense of where it all went wrong and I'll be honest with you, I thought the Blues were simply outplayed by the Queensland Maroons, who became the first team since 2017 to win a game in Sydney. And I believe our 4BC listeners are with us tonight, so congratulations to the Queenslanders. And boy, wasn't Cameron Munster impressive. He went to another level and tore apart the Blues. Uh, They applied plenty of pressure on Nathan Cleary, who's in the Sydney Morning Herald today, shouldering the blame for the defeat. The halfback admits, I didn't play well enough, and that affects the result. Cleary has only lost three games at either NRL or Origin level over the last two seasons. And the playmaker, well, he needs to bounce back in a couple of weeks when they head to Perth. You've never fully got the game worked out. And, you know, when you think you're going all right, then a game like this happens. And, you know, sometimes it's not a bad thing. It's um, the reality check that I need to get better. And, um, but, you know, win or lose, get in the next day and I'll, I'll keep striving to be better. Yeah, Brad Fittler, look, he'll be under pressure to make some changes, but I don't think he'll make many at all because they can only improve off that performance. And they only lost by six points. Uh, Katoni Staggs, he picked up a shoulder injury, which I would think makes for an easy decision with the return of Latrell Mitchell if Katoni's no good to, to play or there's another player that falls by the wayside. And they've got to face facts. There's no more second chances for the Blues, who need to beat Queensland in Perth before heading to Suncorp Stadium, where they haven't won a series decider since Andrew John's masterclass in 2005. So uh, can they do it? And what needs to change? Jump on the line and have your say tonight on 131873. You can email me at 2gb.com, where you click onto the feedback icon, and you can text me as well, 0460-873-873. Equally, give and we do have our 4BC audience with us. Uh, what did you think of the Queenslanders? Who impressed you? Was it a Cameron Munster masterclass? And uh, do you agree with the front pages of the papers yesterday uh, who were referring to Billy Slater as Billy the Conqueror? My number, 131873, the number. Look, New South Wales is always accused of chopping and changing, so is there any need to panic? Phil Gould was asked where it all went wrong on the six tackles with Gus podcast. They played with more of a free spirit than New South Wales did. New South Wales were very structured. To, to be honest, it was probably a little bit too much pantherised, and which was very predictable for the... for the, You're not playing club football. You're playing the best around. You're playing origin. You just need a little bit more than that. You need a couple of little trick shots coming out of trouble. You need someone that's going to be a bit different. Yeah, plenty of time to chat to you tonight. Uh, what are your thoughts? One three one eight seven three, the number to call. Look, the other talking point to come out of the game was the first tackle where Isaiah Yo copped the knock to the head and was allowed to continue playing, which makes an absolute mockery of the HIA protocols and the concussion rules put in place for a reason. The NRL has told us for years about the importance of removing players who are suffering from a concussion. And everyone watching the game on Wednesday night could see the Blues back row was wobbly on his feet, but nothing was done about it. The league has cleared it with Graham Annesley saying the trainer's assessment was enough. But team doctor Nathan Gibbs wasn't shown any vision of Yo stumbling, which raises the question, what was the independent doctor doing in the bunker? The ARL Commission Chairman Peter Volandi spoke to my colleague Ben Fordham on 2GB Breakfast this morning and he agrees with me. Look, we've got an independent doctor in the bunker. He immediately let the trainer know on the field. The trainer did do an assessment and, and he believed that he didn't need to come off. 
But looking at the vision, it's quite obvious that he should have come off, in my view. But again, I, I'm not a doctor. That's Peter Volandis this morning. And look, the other thing I wanted to have a chat about tonight is the West Tigers. There's a report today in The Telegraph suggesting the club is prepared to offer Cameron Seraldo a five-year deal to secure his services as the head coach from next season. The Panthers' assistant is hot property at the moment, but this just proves what I've been saying for years. The Tigers are a circus, and the ringleaders running the show continue making dumb decisions which result in more heartache for the fans. For the record, I think Seraldo will become a successful head coach once he gets that opportunity. But if you're the Tigers, why would you head down the path of a five-year deal for a bloke who's never held down a top job? What if it fails? They'll have to pay him out like they've done with Michael Maguire. I also think it says something about the West Tigers that we've heard nothing from the CEO, Justin Pascoe, or the chairman, Lee Hadjipantelis. Michael Maguire was sacked three days ago, and the silence from those in charge has been deafening. I'd love to know what you think tonight on 131873. You can text me 0460 873 873. Do you think anything will change while ever these same people are making the decisions? Have your say about the West Tigers tonight. Elsewhere in sport, well, the PGA has finally responded to this Rebel Golf League being funded by the Saudis who have recruited the likes of Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson. They've dropped the hammer on them today by suspending the 17 players from the US Tour. As you know, it's being fronted by Greg Norman, who's copying plenty of flack, and it's nothing more than a cash grab from these players who are already earning millions of dollars. I've heard some of them say they're independent contractors, but I would have thought there's a conflict given they have signed up to play at a competing golf series. Rory McIlroy is applauding the PGA Commissioner, Jay Monaghan, for his decision. I think he's done the right thing because, you know, these guys have broken rules and, and done things outside of the outside of the tournament regulations, and because of that, there are, there are going to be consequences, I guess. Yeah, it's a big story when you consider the 17 golfers won't be allowed to play next week's US Open. Uh, the Socceroos, they aren't getting too carried away with their win over United Arab Emirates because they've got another must-win game on Tuesday against Peru. If they lose, the Aussies won't be heading to the FIFA World Cup. Good luck to the Brumbies in tomorrow night's Super Rugby semi-final against the Blues. Uh, we've got plenty of AFL across the weekend as well, and Hugh Bowman rides the favourite 11-11 in the Stradbroke at Eagle Farm. So plenty for us to talk about. Love to hear from you along the way as well. It's Friday the 10th of June. Welcome to Sport Zone, which is brought to you by Kia. Introducing the Kia EV6 unanimously judged wheels car of the year. It's leading the charge and McDonald Jones Homes. Mark Piggy Riddell from the Continuous Call team is with me to talk some football. We'll catch up with Andrew Johns as well. Hello, Piggy. Hello, Mark. Oh, that was a bit serious. <laughs> Hello, Mark. <laughs> you become David Morrow all of a sudden. <laughs> Hello. Well, I have been hanging with him out the back here. Yes, you yeah, arrived yes. together. Yes, Hello. Did. Very tight, these How two. How are you going? Mate, very well. Um, let's start off with Origin. There's a few people wanting to have their say about it as well. We sort of both left around the same time, jumped in the car and waited in the traffic to get out of the joint. And that's where you sort of start thinking about where things went wrong and, and who was the better team on the night. I've got to admit, Queensland were the much better team on the night and they deserve the victory. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, Levy. I think they just they just uh, played some some better football when they needed to. Now, look, the, the New South Wales side started well. Uh, White and scored that first try. But after that, um, Queensland defended extremely well. Sometimes it wasn't pretty, but they just always had bodies there. Bodies around uh, to shut the play down. Um, you know, I, I just listened to you then play Gus's comments about you know, maybe a little bit too, he called it Panther eyes or whatever that is, but mm. a little bit too structured. Understand that. But um, full credit to Queensland. They came down, they had a game plan, they executed. 
executed it extremely well, and they got the win. You know, we, what what annoys me after New South Wales lose or, an Origin game is everyone wanting to ring in the changes. We've got to do this, <laughs> like it's gonna, like they're just gonna win if they make all these changes. There possibly will be a couple of changes, and they be made out of necessity as well. If Piggy, the Blues injuries. lost by a converted they try. They lost by one try. Yep. I agree. Some of the players have already come out, and you played it there about Nathan and said they weren't up to it. They yep. didn't play their best game. They're going to be better next time. They're going to improve. They're going to make sure they, they're they going to want to win that football game. So I don't want to see many changes. You know, I only want to see a couple if they're, they're needed through injuries. Well, we'll wait and see. I think one bloke who does walk back into the Blues team, if he gets – he won't play this week, but next week he will. Latrell Mitchell, of he's course. got to come back, obviously. Of course, yeah. yeah. And once he's right and, and fit and, and well and he's ready to go, he does come back into the team because he's been there before. He's done it. We know how good a player he is. But I don't, I don't really think we need to make five, six, seven changes to the team. Away from origin, uh, big week, and it sort of has been buried in amongst all of the origin news. Um, a great mate of yours, Nathan Brown, no longer the coach of the Warriors, yep. and a bloke who coached you in the Super League over with the Wigan Warriors, Michael Maguire. He's been punted by the West Tigers. Another turbulent week in the coaching yeah, merry-go-round. who'd want to be an NRL coach, mm. honestly? Fair income. Yeah, look, good luck to both of those those guys. Look, I know them both extremely well. Um yeah, look, Brownie's obviously he did made a decision that he couldn't uh, move over to New Zealand long term, and then Madge, you know, I, I suppose with Madge we've been waiting for it a little while, haven't we? Things haven't improved there, but um, things haven't improved for ten years there. Uh, they, they've changed the coach on that many occasions. I'm not sure it's the coach at the West Tigers. Do, I think it might be something else. Do you agree with the the madness of a five year deal for? And and again, I want to yeah. stress, I'm a fan of Cameron Serrato. Yeah. He's obviously very well respected and has done a great job as an assistant. But if you were the West Tigers, would you be going down the path of a five year deal for an untried coach? No, no, I wouldn't. No, and 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 look, I I understand to an extent that. If they've got to try and get him, they're going to have to try and give him something, you know, dangle the carrot there for him. But I don't think it's a five-year deal. Mm. I, I just, you know, that that's that's fraught with danger, something like that. On a, on a coach, yes, he may have the potential to be a, a top-line, you know, Craig Bellamy-esque mm. coach, but we don't know. You know, Adam O'Brien two or three years ago was touted as being the next super coach. He's at Newcastle at the moment. So, yeah. you know, I, 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 just, I just don't think five years for someone who hasn't proven themselves and isn't a Craig Bellamy, isn't a Trent Robinson, isn't a Wayne Bennett. I just don't think that that sort of contract length's right. Yeah, madness. All right, let, let's bring in the eighth immortal, Andrew Johns, who will be front and centre on Nine's coverage of Friday Night Football with North Queensland taking on St. George Lawara. He's on the line with us now. G'day, Joey. Evening. How mate, are you? Very well, thank you, mate. Piggy and I were just talking about origin. Uh, you're a Blues legend yourself, mate. Where did it all go wrong for New South Wales the other night? <coughs> oh, look, we're... Isaiah was half a metre off taking the game to extra time. So, look, I just think in those key areas, Queensland got it got it right. You know, they're harassing Nathan Cleary. They're getting off the line, stopping the go forward. And, look, if New South Wales got forward better, Nathan would have got room. Cook would have got out of dummy half. Tedesco had more time. You know, there's nothing in it. They beat us by, what, half a metre in the end. And, you know, we're calling for wholesale changes. But, yeah, we'll be ready to go in Perth. And, like. and, Andrew, Piggy and I were just saying that. I mean, New South Wales gets beat by a converted try. This person should be sacked. Get rid of this person. Yeah, Everyone, pretty just, can't coach. just take yeah, a big deep it. Take a big deep yeah. breath. I mean, no, I, of we course... Beat by, we beat them on Queensland spirit. That's the old chestnut. I reckon that drives me mental. <laughs> so, hey, Joey, right. what, what did you think about the way they actually played and attacked New South Wales? 
Well, I thought their biggest weakness ended up their biggest strength. I, I just thought in the middle of the field, Ruben Cotto, you know, he's not a huge man, but he's a tearaway. And then also Patrick Carrigan coming on the middle. I thought they'd be really vulnerable with our big men going over the top of them, but that was their biggest strength. They got him behind our markers and got him behind the right. Carrigan, was, he didn't got me in the match off, off the bench. I thought he was probably only second to that absolute freak monster. But I just thought that their, their smaller, quicker guys in the middle of the field got him behind our big men around the ruck, which is the game. You mentioned Cameron Munster. I know we're reluctant to wrap Queenslanders as New South Welshman at this time of year, Joey, but he's just a superstar, isn't he? Mate, it was like Wally Lewis. It was like watching the King back in the day. He That one run in the second half around halfway, yeah. about five or six of our defenders, like, he made us look like bush footy players. Like, this is the, the best players in the world, and he was playing with them. He's, you know what? I just wish he'd get back on the drink so he can get back to that bush <laughs> place. So, you know what? For second camp, I reckon Billy should send him my joint. <laughs> oh, that's the comment of the week, you little ripper. Yeah, what that'll a, fix him. What about tonight, Joey? We've got the Cowboys and the Dragons, North Queensland. Everyone keeps talking about the unbelievable turnaround in form this year. Do they win tonight at home? I think it'll be close. Look, Anthony Griffin team coach, the way he coaches them, they're very physical. So they'll come out and they'll really try to, to bash the Cowboys. So I think early it's going to be physical. I think Cowboys will get away with it, but... I think it'll be pretty tight. I think there'll be a few points in this one. All right, mate. We'll let you get ready for television commitments. We'll chat soon. Thanks so much. See you, boys. There he is, the great Andrew Johns from Nine's Wide World of Sports. Who are you tipping tonight, Piggy? I'm going with the Cowboys. Oh! Yeah, I'm going with the Cowboys. Look, I would love nothing more than to see the... What happened to my Dragons? My Dragons? I know, but I just... Well, I actually... And you can... Uh, attest to this that I, I love watching the Cowboys play this mm-hmm, year, and I've wrapped I've wrapped Toddy Payton and the, and the Cowboys side for a long period of time. Um, so I, I just think, even though there's a couple of their Origin players not playing, I think they'll be I think they might be just too good for the Dragons. All right, Piggy, we'll chat to you after seven o'clock. See you, mate. There he is, Mark Riddell from the Continuous Call Team.